Welcome to the Friday Night Clive podcast with me, Clive Payne. In this podcast, we look back at the amazing charities, organisations and people we have chatted to over the past few months, all of whom have interesting and important stories to tell. Now, in a survey conducted on behalf of the Ordnance Survey, many parents believe their children would find it difficult or even impossible to find their own homes on a map or even understand the symbols found on a map. And I find that strange because when I was sort of, you know, at junior school, we used to do lots of uh, project work on Ordnance Survey maps. But tonight, I'm joined by Liz Beverly, who's a Partnerships Manager at Ordnance Survey, to talk about getting children out into the countryside and using maps not found on their phones good evening beverly liz sorry <laughs> hello <Clive. laughs> i had to read i had to put my glasses on it's always a good start isn't it really <laughs> stick me glasses oh, on. <laughs> not a problem <laughs> thank you very much for for joining us this evening um for anybody who's unaware of, of ordnance survey tell me about that so ordnance survey has actually been around um for a very long time we were founded in 1791 and known known as a, a military opera, um, organization back then but we're actually the National Mapping Agency of Great Britain, so we know a lot about maps. And I guess where maps are concerned, the buck stops with your organisation then? Yes, indeed. Um, but we've, we've really evolved. Um, we're best known for our paper maps. We have 607 in the range. But actually, it's our digital app that's been growing, so OS Maps, um, which actually gives you access to, to all the paper maps as well. But obviously, in this technical age we, we still need to use those paper maps because whilst phones are brilliant and many of us rely on them now for finding directions um, being able to understand the paper map as well as a digital map is really important to keep us safe in the outdoors especially when things like signals can be weak or your phone may just run out of battery mm, that's the thing isn't it you can't rely on that 100 percent because of that i mean what's who who uses ordnance survey maps these days the paper ones i'm talking about not on devices so we have a, we've got a really varied audience who use our maps, um, predominantly walkers, um, but also cyclists, runners, horse riders, um, and even people doing water sports nowadays as well. Wow, so there's very clearly still, you know, a, a need for it. Um, talk to me about National Map Reading Week, because this is something that we want, we're going to focus on. Yeah, so National Map Reading Week is coming up um, next week and we really want to, to stop and look and, and think about um, parents and children and, and how they entertain children this summer especially um, and, and actually finding activities that don't cost a fortune as well. So a simple way to keep children entertained could simply be to plan a walk um, or even better, a treasure hunt outside. So get them involved in, in planning the walk, designing a map, thinking about their surroundings um, and just simple things like recognising the symbols on a paper map or a digital map is, is the easiest way to start, really. But, I mean, wh why do you feel that there is a need to have National Map Reading Week? I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, but, you know, what led to, to the, you know, the, the creation of this? So part of the research found that actually 54% of parents admitted that probably the most exposure their child has had with a map is, is, is via a video game. And as, as you were saying earlier on, a, a lot of people may have touched um, map reading skills through, through other avenues such as scouts or guides. So we really want to encourage people to brush up on those um, really important skills so, so that we don't lose them. Um, and it can simply be 
using a paper map and a digital map at the same time. So planning the route on a on a piece of paper, pouring it over it on a, a big table, and then actually going out and, and doing the walk, but making sure you've got a, a backup in, in your rucksack as well. I remember doing this at junior school and, uh, you know, they they had, obviously there were only paper maps, then we're talking the 1970s, mid-1970s, but uh, we used to go and do exactly what you've just said and we'd go out as, you know, as a class um, and we'd, uh, we you know, we'd do a walk and we would look, you know, for, for certain map symbols and, and you know, the, the the undulation of the land and so on and so forth. Um, and uh, I got a lot from it because I learned to map read. I and mean, I'm not brilliant at it now, but, I can't, you know, if I get lost, I can find my way out of it. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's all that we're encouraging people to do is just to, to know the basics so that you can get out of trouble if, if you need to. So we've got a lot of online resources um, that will be available um, as part of National Map Reading Week, including um, a, a, an OS map reading qualification if you want to take it as well. So it's a bit of fun, a bit of a quiz for parents and, and children to get involved in and, and test their knowledge of map symbols and scales and how to read contours. So um, we've even got some, some short walks as well, which are Sean the Sheep branded um, and promoting the countryside code as well, because whilst we want to encourage people outside, we also want to make sure that they do it responsibly as well. What feedback have you had from children and or their parents? It's been really encouraging, actually. I think... Um, Parents find maps beautiful. Um, I think there's an underlying uh, thing that everybody finds a map really intricate and detailed and beautiful. And I think once you start to strip it back and look at the symbols and look at all the, the intricacies of it, it really brings the real world to life. So I think passing on that passion as well to, to children is really important. And children love getting involved. They love being outside. They love splashing in muddy puddles and uh, rolling down the hills. I was in... Um, uh, seven sisters uh, this afternoon and just watching the children sort of playing outside um, it's just a really great way to, to bring them to life and um, it's good for their physical and mental well-being as well and you know there is a great sort of sense of achievement as well for the children and the grown-ups as well to find that you know they've they've orientated around uh, you know a walk with the aid of a paper map as opposed to yes, relying exactly. on, on a phone to tell you everything Yes, exactly. So it gives them a sense of achievement and obviously they're rewarded with that beautiful view or, um, yeah, whichever activity they do at the end of it. How often are your maps updated? Because, you know, there's so much building work going on and, you know, think buildings and, and, and other landmarks get knocked down or rebuilt or moved or what have you. So, you know, how often do they, do, do, does it all get updated? So our, our maps are continually updated, and in fact, we make 10,000 updates to the to the actual database each day. Obviously, with a paper map, um, the, the cycle is a little longer, and depending on the area as well, um, it can it can really vary. So, sorry, do you say 10,000 each day? 10,000 updates each day. Good yes. lord, that's a very powerful <laughs> computer system you've got there. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, the research showed that over half the parents, as you were saying earlier on, said that cl the closest their children have come to maps is via video games and that almost two-thirds of children can't find their home on a map. That's, that's scary. It's not the children's fault. They've never been shown. But this must have been a surprise to you. It, it was a little bit of a surprise, um, which is why it reinforced that actually things like National Map Reading Week are really important just to 
keep that awareness up and just reinforce these these vital skills. Um, and it is something that's still taught in schools, obviously, and um, very popular uh, on the ge geography curriculum. So if you're doing a geography GCSE, then you'll be very familiar uh, with Ordnance Survey and, um, and map reading. Now, there are other things that the organisation is doing within education as well, isn't there? Yeah, so we, um, we work with schools to... Um, uh, look at the the GIS data as well. So, what's, what sorry? Um, what's GIS? Sorry, geographical information systems. So this is the layering of different types of data. I'm I'm no expert on this one, but it's um it's it's mind blowing, and children seem to love it. Excellent. Um. So yeah. So you're doing that. Um. And what other things? Um, so we're also working with, um, we have a set of champions as well who are um, experts in their field. So they may be passionate around um, accessibility in the outdoors. They may promote um, being outside for their own mental well-being as well. So they often get involved uh, with children and schools and, and, and to go around and uh, teach about map reading, the importance of being outdoors, and also the other things that the outdoors can give them. So whether that's the, the sense of well-being, the connection with nature. Um, there's a whole variety of, of topics that get covered. Now, you mentioned earlier on about the OS map reading qualification. Can you expand on that and tell me all about that? Yes. So if you go to getoutside.uk forward slash map reading, there's an online quiz there. Um, as I said, it's a little bit of fun. Parents and children can, can have a go. You can have a go as many times as you like. Um, and you can even download a little badge at the end of it. Just go, give me that um, website address again, will you, Liz, please? Yep, it's getoutside.uk forward slash map reading. Map reading, lovely. I might have a little look at that. Um, as we said, it's National Map Reading Week is next week. Um, what do you hope to achieve from this at the end of, of the of the week? You know, sort of what what were the what were the key goals for this other than what we've talked about? So, at Ordnance Survey, we're all around helping more people to get outside more often. So, we really want to encourage people to grab a map, paper, and digital, and get outside. Start looking at those features and trying to recognise some new symbols. And if they can learn something new by the end of the week, then even better. And they're not overly expensive to buy in the shops, are they? No, um, our maps retail at uh, anything between £8.99 and £9.99, so un under £10. Um, at, or you could have the online version as well, which obviously gives you access um, to all of paper maps. So how can we get involved and where, and where can we find out more information? So if you go to, to find out about the maps, you can go to OS shop. Lovely. It's easy as that. Well, best of luck with it uh, next week, Liz. It sounds a really, really good thing to do. And of course, if we get some decent weather, um, then it's something that uh, people young and not so young can get out and do. I mean, this isn't necessarily limited to children. You know, uh, grown-ups can do it as well, can't they? Exactly. Yeah, no, it's anybody can get involved. The, the more, the better. Liz Beverly, Partnership Manager at Ordnance Survey, thank you very much for talking to Friday Night Clive.
That is your lot for this episode. You can catch the programme live every Friday night on Black Country Radio from 6 o'clock p.m. And if you like our podcast, please subscribe by heading to blackcountryradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. See you very soon. This is a Black Country Radio podcast presented by me, Clive Payne, and produced by Andy Caddick.